welcome back to the guys who talk about sports. This is Joe, and with me as always are Zach, Matt, and Brent. Joining us today for the first time is number one fan of the show, Mr. Liam Kohler. Liam, welcome, my friend. Welcome, Liam. Hey, guys. Liam, welcome. It's nice to have you on the show. I'm excited to see how your picks go. Thanks for having me. Um, I don't have a lot to say, but it'll be good, whatever I do end up saying. Anything he has is going to be plenty good. It sure will be. All right. I want to take this moment to thank the listeners. Uh, thank you guys for, you know, listening. Give us a like, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or if you guys are listening on Anchor, um, they are a new sponsor of the show, which is very exciting. Um, and so, yeah, make sure you guys leave a review. Um, but you guys ready to get right into it? Let's do it. All right. So let's talk about who got first, second, third, and fourth last week. Uh, the records from, uh, we're going to go in ascending order. So that means that the bottom of the barrel is me with a nine and six record, which is, uh, it's, it's tough, you know, but, but a nine and six record's not bad, you know, not bad. So I'm not now I'm, I'm not, I'm not too, too pressed about it, but, uh, coming in third is Brent with a 10 and five mm-hmm. and Zach and Matt are tied at, uh, second and first with 11 and four. Um, I forgot to mention Jesse also got 11 and four. So there's a three-way tie at the top. Um, Brent coming in at uh, fourth and I'm um, rounding out the bottom at fifth. Um, Zach, Matt, do you guys have anything to say about your, uh, your ascent to the top? Yeah, I would say my success in this past week is largely due to uh, the Washington football team pulling out that huge win. Uh, I think that was the real difference maker. I know Zach picked them as well. Uh, Zach, I mean, I think you'd agree on that point, right? Yeah, um, I would have to agree. That was a that was a big swing for us. Um, what's interesting is we ended up with the same record, uh, but you know we picked that game the same. So it's interesting. What was the different game that we picked? Regardless, um, good weeks both for us. Anytime you uh, go double digit wins, it's something to be talked about. Yeah, I got to give you guys a lot of credit for predicting that. Um, I I couldn't say I saw it myself and you guys, you know, you had your convictions and you stuck to them. And I actually found myself rooting for the football team at the end. So that was pretty cool to see. Congratulations. Yeah, um, I just want to point out that uh, I'm 3-0 and with picking against mm-hmm. the Washington football team in order for them to win. So... Um, you can you can bet your uh, your sweet behind that I am picking against the Washington football team in order for them to win again this week. Joe, would you but, say that's kind of affecting your record a little bit though? Because I mean, nine and six is not bad, and you know you've been towards the bottom of the standings the past couple of weeks. Do you think it's due to that strategy? Uh, you know what? I would rather take L's in you know, our, our podcast and, uh, keep my sanity when watching the football team play. Uh, I'm definitely a very emotional fan. Mm-hmm. So when, uh, when, when the football team is not doing well, it, it happy football team, happy life. That's, uh, that's how I live my life. So, um, I just wanted to read off the records after this, uh, this week, after uh, week 13, we are looking at Brent in first place. Congratulations. You are 82 and 46. Joe is three games behind at 79 and 49. Joe and I are, land, are landlocked together. We're both three games behind. And Matt, once again, you're, you're 48 and 24. Uh, you're a lot of games behind. I, I, I didn't even count for you. But yeah, 
So um, that's that's the lineup there. Brent, any, any words to say about the, the season-long goal here? Well, I'm I'm glad it's been paying off my strategy, you know, my, my mojo man strategy. I know this week I got third place, and honestly, everybody killed it this week. You know, nine and six being the lowest record we got, that's not something to uh, scoff at. You know, it was a good week, so I'm not incredibly upset that I got third. But I am happy to maintain first place. You know, you guys, you guys were really giving me shit in the beginning. And that's what really kind of motivated me to, you know, I guess hit the books to say. So, I mean, I can thank you guys for that. My haters are my, my motivators. Well, you know, somebody had to kick you into gear. And I'm glad that it was us, your friends. I also want to add a point in, too. If you look at our sheet, which obviously you can't see right now, but if you look at the sheet for the overall records we have, um, we have wins or we have a wins column, win percentage column, games back column. The only one that's not filled out, actually, is the win percentage one. I think I have an idea why. Because I think if you crunch the numbers, you would see I am leading the win percentage category. Um, but, you know, currently that one's blank. So, if you, you know, just give me a second to crunch some numbers over here. Numbers. Um, Brent uh, has a 64 win percentage. Uh, both Joe and I have a 62% win percentage. And Matt, you're at a 67 uh, percent win percentage so you are correct you are leading that statistic but um you have not been here for the entire journey therefore um there's a little asterisk next to that number that's all yeah definitely going to keep it moving um i want to point out some uh notable injuries and also one big um omission from the injury list that i was looking at this week uh drew Brees is not listed as injured for the saints however um, I don't see him coming back from 11 broken ribs. So um, I think that that was just an oversight. Um, but there were definitely a lot of injuries this week. And, uh, you know, I'm going to when when we get to those teams, I'll point out the big injuries um, and make sure that, you know, we know that we're not you know just talking out of our ass and that uh, we know who is playing. Yeah. All right, guys, you know what? Let's get right into it let's talk our picks are we all ready let's do it all right let's do it so we're starting off with our thursday night game with the pats going in to la to play the rams the uh, rams are eight and four and the patriots are six and six the rams are favorited minus six um zach let's hear your pick you know um Shame on me for not um, betting on the Pats last – or I did bet on the Pats, but wow, did they look good. Um, I mean, they shut out a Chargers team that is – their offense is really good. That speaks – I mean, Belichick's amazing against um, rookie quarterbacks. That being said, though, Jared Goff, I think this game's on his shoulders. I think if he has a good game, I think the Rams are able to win this game. And if they, they'll, they'll be able to control the ball with a decent run game, kind of um, McShay, or McVay's off offense very – a lot of motions, um, a lot of misconception, but to build off of those things, um, that'll be uh, that'll be key for Jared Goff to be able to uh, not turn the ball over, and that is their way to success. So I think I'm going to take the Rams here, but it's going to be a close game. All right, Matt, who do you got? Um, so the Rams for me seems like every other week, just about they have a great game, and I'm like. They're on my they're on my okay list, and then they have a stinker the next week. Um, so they had a pretty good week, good pretty good week last week, and so I'm predicting 
maybe like 17, 18 points out of them this week. It's just following the trend. That's what's going to happen. So I'm going New England. All right, Brent. So I went back and forth at this one for a while. Um, I chose the Pats the past two weeks and they paid off for me. You know, Belichick being the great coach he is, he always has his team ready to go. And although Cam not Cam Newton hasn't been throwing the ball well, he's been able to utilize his running ability. But I think the Rams are going to be able to stop that this week. Aaron Donald is one of the best defensive linemen. Jalen Ramsey has really emerged. I mean, he obviously is a great corner, but he has shown this year that, you know, he's maintaining that elite status. And I think the Rams get a win. Um, I know Belichick's going to be able to take away their best weapon and make it tough for Goff, but he really has looked well the past couple of weeks or has played well the past couple of weeks. And I'm really hoping he gets the win here. I'm going Rams. All right. And uh, we're going to throw it to Liam for his first pick on the podcast. Liam, who do you got with New England versus the Rams? I picked New England, but with not much to support. I, I just kind of feel it on this one. It's a primetime game. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about either team, but I just feel like the Patriots are destined to win this one. You know what? It's always best to go with your gut, and that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the Rams. Um, you know, I really like what they're showing in New England. Um, and, but I just, I I don't think that they're going to go into LA and, you know, kind of take it to the Rams. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I think that Aaron Donald is going to make the difference. I think he's going to be the big, you know, you know, just what I said, he's going to make the difference. So, right. Exactly. X factor. Um, and Brent, to your point about Jalen Ramsey, uh, he has certainly been a little bit more quiet in LA than he was in Jacksonville. Uh, but he's certainly showing up this, this season. I mean, that could yeah, also no, be, I'm... sorry, to, sorry to take that brim, but it oh, could also cool. be, they're just not throwing towards him too. Hey. Well, I think what James is that he's kind of, you know, kept, uh, kept his mouth shut and just really put his head down and, and worked hard, which I think is paying off for him. I think the main thing for him was, he wanted to get paid and he wanted to be in a good situation. And he definitely is on the Rams with Sean McVay. Definitely. All right. So are we get, uh, let's keep moving here. We're into Sunday afternoon. We have the Houston Texans who are four and eight going into Chicago. The bears are five and seven and the Houston Texans are favored in minus two and a half. Zach, let's hear who you got on this one. You know, this this whole season, I've, I've been telling myself, the Bears are the worst 5-1 and one team. The Bears are the worst 5-2 and two team. The Bears are the worst 5-3 and three team, and so on and so forth. And it's now gotten to the Bears are the worst, one of the worst teams in this league, I believe. They lost to the Lions, okay? And not even just the Lions, but a, 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 a franchise that just fired their head coach I'm that week. Helis Lions. And you're going to tell me that you're supposed to be, you know, somewhat competent and you go out there and you lay an egg and you uh, say, look, they got their own problems there in Chicago. I I can't pick them just because of the way I've been preaching for this whole season. And I I went on it last week and that's not happening this week. I'm going to take the Texans. Deshaun Watson is the truth. He's going to lead them to a victory regardless of what the Bears do. It, It doesn't even matter. They can show up and, with you know, play with 22 guys on the field. Deshaun Watson is going to beat him. Hey, Zach, I got a question for you. What's up? Would you consider Matt Nagy to be on the hot seat now? I, I consider Matt Nagy on the hot seat when he started uh, to give up play calling. That's when I knew it was going to yeah. start to shift. 
Did you guys know that he won Coach of the Year in 2018? How the mighty have fallen. How the mighty have fallen indeed. All right. Um, Zach, so you are going with the Bears, correct? Absolutely not. Yeah, Zach's going with the Texans. Matt, let's hear who you got on this one. Um, so I have the Texans. They used to be on my stank list, but now they I've removed them from the stank list. Um, it's a big step for me. Uh, and also last week after seeing how, you know, down Deshaun Watson was after that game, I think he comes out this week and just dances all over the field, puts up a, as Joe would say, Michael Jordan-like performance. Um, the Chicago Bears could not buy a game. So I don't see how they'd pull that off. Um, I'm going Houston. All right, Brent. I'm definitely going with the Texans this week. I read off some stats from Deshaun a couple of weeks ago. He has just been phenomenal week after week. Ever since they canned Bill O'Brien, Romeo Cornell has just gotten on Michael Jordan's back, and he is carrying the squad. I'm going Texans this week. All right, Liam, what do you got on this one? I'm taking the Texans. I just think Chicago is a genuinely bad team and a one-point spread is Big just facts. a disgrace to Texans. Mm -hmm. Honestly, terrible. Yeah. Houston all the way. How does it get that close after what the Yeah, this did the past weeks? Yeah, I don't know. The spread's crazy. I think that it just has to do with the fact that it's in Chicago. You know what I mean? Soldier Field. Yeah, Soldier Field. It's, it's a player of its own. It's the 12th man. Let's see if Trubisky can hold on to the ball this week. Probably not. Um, so I'm going with the Houston Probably. Texans as well. And Zach, <laughs> Zach, are we ready? And that, that is your lock, lock of the week. Of the week. <laughs> All right. Love it. Love it. Bringing lock of the week back, my boys. All right. Are we ready to keep moving here? Let's do it. Let's move on to the next game we have, which is the Dallas Cowboys, who are three and eight going in to play the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are two, nine, and one. That is certainly a mouthful. Um, the Cowboys are favorited minus three and a half. Zach, who do you think is going to win this game? Trash versus trash. Um, one trash team has way nicer things in it. So I think the Cowboys uh, pull out a win in this. I think they have enough talent with Zeke. And I, I, I just, with their wide receiving core, it's just shocking that they just haven't been able to do much more on offense. Um, but I think Andy Dalton goes into Cincinnati and kind of a revenge game for him. And I think he's going to put up some, num some numbers against that uh, really struggling Bengals team. All right. And now we're going to go over to Matt. Who do you got on this one? Don't really care to say too much about this game. Don't really have nice things to say about either. So I'm just going to go Dallas. All right. Moving on to Brent. This is your trash game of the week. Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. I'm definitely going with the Bengals this week. Um, Brandon Allen has looked a lot better than I thought he would, and I really like how the Bengals have been playing competitively. Um, Dallas did play, or not Dallas. Andy Dalton looked uh, pretty good, I guess, a couple days ago, but um, I just don't like the Cowboys. Uh, I don't have much else to say, and I'm just going to take a gamble on this trash bowl and go with the Bengals. Okay. Uh, Brent, before we uh, move on, I want to, I want to make sure that you know that Brandon Allen is questionable mm. with a chest injury. Really? Who? who uh, so if you want to change your pick, you are, you are free to do so. Well, who would be, does anybody know who the backup would be on the Bengals? 
Uh, I think um, we're now talking about the backup it, it, of the backup. Last name's though. Finley. Yeah. I mean, oh, Finley. It's it's Finley is the last name. Yeah. Dude, that's the that's NC the State quarterback. With a chest injury. That's also, 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 T. Higgins is out. Or sorry, he's questionable as well with a tweaked hamstring. You'll play. You know what? You know what, guys? Thank you, Joe. I'm going Cowboys. Why not? Everybody else hates the Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys this week. Maybe Zeke will do something for my fantasy team. All right. I've been benching him. Maybe do something for me, Zeke. I know you're listening. Going Cowboys. Fuck it. Yeah, hey, and Zeke, make sure you drop a like and a subscribe and a comment. Let us know that you're listening. All right, Liam, who do you got on the Cowboys versus the Bengals? Well, you guys have all already said it. Uh, it's a pretty trash game, and I'm not going to argue with that. But I will say it is a diamond in the rough. Think about all the receivers in this game. This is going to be fun to watch. Both sides, they have great guys flying around the field. But as you guys said, they're both trash teams. I'm taking the Bengals only because Dallas has just done some incredibly shitty things these past two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten the pleasure of watching them both times, their full games. And it's been bad embarrassing stuff so i'm taking cincinnati all right um and i'm gonna be going with the cowboys here uh liam i have to admit that was an incredible take there with the wide receivers i mean there is such talent on the edges for both teams that um but the problem is getting the ball to them Guys, you know what would really help the Bengals' defense is if they stepped up somebody on their practice squad by the name of Keandre Jones. Yeah. I really Ooh. think that would benefit their defense a lot, and that would take their this trash bowl status and put it into game of the week status. Just a little insight on All that. Right. But That'd be pretty cool to get him in studio, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, guys, let's keep moving here. We've got the Green Bay Packers going in to Detroit to play the Lions. Uh, Detroit is five and seven, and the Green Bay Packers are nine and three. The Packers are favorited minus seven and a half. Zach, who do you got on this one? I'm going to take the Packers. Um, Devontae Adams is a stud. Aaron Rodgers is just going to get better. They're playing indoors. It's going to play to their strengths. They're going to be able to throw the ball over the place. Um, the Lions' the biggest question for me, besides obviously their head coaches, what's Jeff Okuda been up to? Um, That's a great you know, question. I, I will have to say I understand that coming into the league, you know, it, it, it's difficult as a corner. It's more of a mindset. It's difficult to be on a on a team that isn't really performing that well. But I mean, you're I mean, you got to start. I mean, you're the third pick. Like I don't know. I haven't seen much out of him. That's all. He is actually going to be out for this game, and there's no comment on um, where or on if he's coming back anytime soon. Or um, it doesn't say. It just says that De'Aaron Swift is out. Or sorry, DeAndre Swift. Sorry, DeAndre Swift is out. Jeff Okuda is out, and Kenny Galladay is out. That's Matt. Matt that's Matt's, Matt's favorite player. Yeah, Matt's I love favorite, Matt's favorite, favorite uh, injured player. player. He's been uh, he's been injured all year, so well, yeah. Out. Watch out for when he gets back. Right <laughs> when he plays, maybe next good. year. Uh, Zach, yeah, so you're take, going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the Packers. Yeah, going Packers there. All right, Matt, who do you got on this one? Yeah, I'm going Packers too. I think they uh, step into the Lions den and they take care of business. There's not really. I mean, Detroit hasn't been doing themselves any favors, so yeah, Green. Yeah. Um, all right, Brent. 
what do you got on the Green Bay Packers take going into Detroit to play the Lions? You know, last week I am kicking myself. I was I let Zach talk me out of it, but I really thought that the Lions, after fa- firing Matty P, would come out and catch a dub. You know, teams have a tendency to do that after they fire a crappy coach. You know, the momentum behind it, you're playing for each other. You just, you go out and you, it's almost like you have a monkey off your back. But the Flackers, they got Aaron Rodgers. And again, I've been saying it week after week, I'm not going to keep going on Flacker rants, but they're going to beat up on a bad team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say what you want. The Flackers are going to be 12 and four, and then they're going to lose to a really good team in the playoffs. I'm going Flackers this week. All right, Liam, who do you got with Green Bay going into Detroit? I'll keep it short. I'm just taking Green Bay. It's obvious, guys. I mean, they've been doing yeah. great all season. Aaron Rodgers is a consistent legend, so he's just going to do it again. Yeah, you know, to that point, you really, you really, really wish that you could see uh, some of the some of the talent in Detroit being wasted away, such as Matt Stafford. You know, the greatest quarterback if games were two minutes long. Um, but you know, luckily. Aaron Rodgers got with a good team. He's making good plays. He's, you know, he's a legend. So um, he's going to go in and continue that legend status uh, against Detroit this week and uh, definitely going to take that win. And even Rodgers gets underutilized and doesn't have a lot of help. That just proves to his greatness, to be honest. Oh, it certainly does. All right. So we have the first team that has clinched the playoffs that we're talking about tonight um, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs they are 11 and 1 they're going into Miami to play a pretty hot Miami Dolphins team the Dolphins are 8 and 4 uh, Kansas City is favored though minus 7 and a half Zach who do you got on this I think it's going to be a good game I'm really excited to go see this game um, is it it's a Sunday 1 o'clock game it is a 1 o'clock game so that, that'll be good. I think uh, Mahomes comes out there and um, really puts on a show um, exactly what they did last week. Um, I, I'm, I'm expected to see the Dolphins force a couple turnovers uh, and maybe make a special teams play. And I think that way it could be a closer game than you would expect. But um, I think that Tua has a tough time getting going against Andy Reid and just kind of keeping up pace with Patrick Mahomes. I think uh, there's an aura about him when he plays and you're on the other sideline. Um, it's kind of like when you're going one-on-one with somebody in basketball, you have to match, you know, shot for shot essentially. And um, I think that's what it is like as a QB in the NFL. All right. And uh, to that point, before we get into Matt's pick, um, you know, I definitely want to see how coach Flores uh, goes about this game. Um, you know, I want to next week, we're going to be getting into our coach of the year picks. Um, and, uh, I think that this game is a big indicator of where coach Flores is. Now, so, now um, what, what's, what's going to, uh, show that, you know, prove your point. Are you saying that they need to hold them to certain like 21 points or like 14 or like, I mean, they, they need to keep it close. They need to attack any weaknesses that the chiefs may have, which, so that, that's what I'm looking for. Kind of a close game, a strong game, you know, no, no mental errors. Yeah. You know, that you can't kind be of yourself stuff. against the chiefs or you'll hundred percent lose. Right. So, um, but let's keep, let's keep going here. Uh, Matt, what do you got on the Kansas city chiefs going into Miami to play the dolphins? So I've been a big fan of the dolphins since uh, Tua came out. I'm a big fan of Tua. Uh, however, I mean, Kansas city, it's hard not to go with them. They just look amazing no matter what. 
Um, like Joe said, the Dolphins are on a pretty hot streak. The last two weeks, they beat up on the Jets and then beat up on the Bengals. Not that that's necessarily that hard to do, but, um, <laughs> you know, hopefully they can come out there with energy and put up a good fight. But I think at the end of the day, um, probably everyone's going to go Kansas City. All right. Brent, who do you got on this one? Um, Joe, to what you were saying before, uh, I think Miami's cooled off. They did have a hot start before, but, you know, it's been a couple of weeks and they, they have at that high of a level, you know, um, and they're playing the Chiefs. So I'm not much else to say. I'm going Chiefs this week. All right, Liam, who do you got on the Chiefs going in to play the Dolphins? I'm also taking the Chiefs. I think Miami's good. They've been fun to watch, but um, I agree that they've cooled off, as Brian sort of said. They're a good team, but I wouldn't say that they're the real deal the way that Kansas City is. So mm -hmm. I'm taking Oh, yes. Kansas City is certainly the real deal. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, you, you'd be you'd be silly to pick against them. So uh, I'm going Chiefs here. That is the lock of the week. All right. Zach, I'm still looking right. at my apology on Patrick Mahomes. We can move on, though. Look, we we've already we've we've gone over this. You say you know, this is like the gone over that, but time. I listened back and I didn't hear anything. So I would like an apology because I'm not apologizing for it. He, he, for, for me being right. I'm not arguing the fact that he's not no, having an MVP season. He wasn't, dude. Look, I just he, wanted to he, say that for the first like seven weeks, he was very quiet. They were winning games, but you there, he was quiet. I just wanted to say. <laughs> all right let's keep moving here now this is actually a game that i don't have picked at the moment but i have who i want in my head mm -hmm. um we've got the arizona cardinals going in to play the new york football giants the giants are five and seven the arizona cardinals are a cool six and six the cardinals are favorited minus two and a half zach who do you got on this one what a trap game this is for um for uh, Arizona, I think um, New York's better than a lot of people are giving credit to. I think their defense is really good. And Cole McCoy getting a big dub against Seattle. Oh, my goodness. Uh, just a little update. I believe Daniel Jones is back, my friends. So do with that information what you will. That reinforces what I was going to do. I'm going to pick the Cardinals. And I was always wow. going to pick the Cardinals. <laughs> I don't think I was going to pick the Giants ever for this game. I don't <clears throat> I you see they're a good team, but I just don't think they're in their defense is their strong suit. And when they play a very, very, I mean, it's a really good uh, offense that they have there in Arizona and it's kind of a West coast. I mean, there's a lot of things that they could do with Kyle Murray. I just think that adds a whole nother layer to it. And I think they have a slower, uh, front seven and i think kyler murray is able to make some plays with it and i think that they're gonna win big so okay all right matt who do you got on this one uh, i have the cardinals as well um i think kind of like uh, zach said the giants they're not a bad not a bad team they don't stank but um i mean the, the cardinals are just a better team i think the giants had a somewhat fluke win last week against the cold Seahawks. Not really sure what uh, Russell Wilson was doing out there. Not cooking. Didn't look pretty well. But the Giants do have good defense, so, you know. But, I mean, Russell Wilson should have uh, taken care of business a little bit better. But at the end of the day, Arizona. I'm going Arizona. Okay, Brent. And uh, I also want to point out that I believe Blake Martinez is on the injury list. Um, yeah, 
he is questionable, Blake Martinez, the um, inside linebacker for the New York Giants. He has been an absolute animal for the Giants. So um, just want to point that out. Brent, what's your pick, though? So last week I said something wrong. I said Matt Barkley was going to start on at quarterback for the Giants, and we kind of went on a rant about how much he sucked, <laughs> which is very true. But I just wanted to apologize to Colt McCoy and the Giants because I have the utmost respect for Colt. He has the best quarterback name in football. Um, I just wanted to say that. And he was on the football team. And he was on the football team. So, you know, kudos to him. But I really like how the Giants have been playing the past couple of weeks. They've been playing competitively. I like Joe Judge, and I like what they've been doing there without Barkley. Um, and I want to pick them this week, but I think – you know, they're kind of due for a loss, and I think the Cardinals are due for a win. You know, I've been saying it for the past couple of weeks. I think other than that, Hail Mary, they've lost like five out of six. So, I mean, it has, they, they are due for a win, and Kyler Murray is still amazing, and I think the Giants are going to struggle to, you know, contain him. So, I'm going Cardinals this week. All right. Liam, who do you got on this one? This is one of the tougher ones. I had to draw a squiggly line next to it because I didn't know who to pick at first. But I'm going with Arizona because of Colt McCoy getting benched for Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is good for two, maybe three fumbles on Sunday. <laughs> and Arizona's going to take over and win the game. If Colt McCoy was still playing, I would probably have to pick the Giants, especially after what he did to Seattle. So for now, it's Arizona. If Colt does somehow end up starting, I'm switching my pick to the Giants. But for now... I'm sticking with the Cardinals. All right. I am, uh, you know, where there, there's some, there's some rumblings over here for Zach to do a uh, pick of the week. Um, however, I'm going giants, baby. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely going to be picking the giants. Um, I, I think that they're going to continue their hot streak and, uh, you know, hopefully they, uh, they take out the Cardinals and, uh, you know, hopefully I'm right. Cause if I'm right, Next week, y'all are going to get an earful. So um, let's keep moving here. But that, that, is, your that is your game, game of, the of the week. Wow. Joe, I, I got to say, man, I'm, I wanted to pick the Giants. Like, I'm, I'm not – I wouldn't be surprised if I got this one wrong because I think it's a great game, you know? And I was real close to picking them. And, I, you know, I, I can't get the NFC East right. I, I've come down to that conclusion. So cool. – yeah. Well, I have to say, Joe, um, I, I'm surprised you want the Giants to win because, therefore, it makes it harder for the football team to get into the playoffs. Interesting strategy, um, Joe. It's kind of counterproductive to your other strategy. Or maybe he's doing it for that reason. All right, now we're going into the next game. We've got the Minnesota Vikings, who are 6-6, six and six, going into Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are 7-5. and five. The Buccaneers are favorited minus 6.5. Zach, what do you got on this one? Man, the Buccaneers need a win. Um, I just think they can, I think they'll be able to do it against the Vikings. I, I think the Vikings are going to make it close just because Dalvin Cook is so explosive. Mm -hmm. And in Kirk Cousins will be able they'll set up the action. We all know it's number one player. So, um, but it, it's a tough game for me to pick. Um, but I'm going to have to go with the Bucs. So I'm not going to really. Uh, Jinx it by saying more. Respect. All right. Matt, who do you got on this one? 
think this is probably the toughest one uh, we've picked so far this week. I mean, this is one of those 50-50 games, I think. This is one of those who's to say type picks. Um, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, although I do like Minnesota. I do like to see the greatest uh, play-action quarterback <laughs> to succeed. I like when, you know, people, unlike Brent, when uh, players leave my team, the football team, I like to see them succeed. I like to see them do well. It just speaks to, you know, the kind of program we got running over here. Um, but that's a tough one. I'm going to go Tampa Bay, though. Like uh, Zach said, they're, they need a win, and so I think – I think they pull it off. All right. Brent, who do you got on this one? So originally I picked the Bucks, And I agree with you guys that they're due for a win. But man, Justin Jefferson has been phenomenal. Adam Thielen, when he's in there, phenomenal. Dalvin Cook, leading the league in rushing, phenomenal. And Kirk Cousins at the helm. Man, he's been playing well, man. Respect where it's due. Matt, I didn't like, I didn't appreciate that dig. So you can kiss my behind on that one. Um, I'm going Vikings this week. Why not? All right. Let's get you a horned helmet, baby. Let's do it. Skull, baby. Skull. All right, Liam, who, who do you got on this one? I don't think this is a tough game to pick. I'm taking Tampa Bay. It's that time of year, week 14. Tom Brady tucks himself into a nice, cozy playoff berth. He just wins out these last couple games of the season and just goes on an excellent playoff run. He just continues it into the postseason. So just because it's week 14, Tampa Bay this weekend. Hey, Liam. All Liam, right. Liam, hold on. Liam, do you think uh, Tom Brady can play until he's 50? Definitely possible, yeah. <laughs> Why not? No. It's been it. What about what about 51? I, I think he's got maybe two years left, man. Him and Drew Brees, Brew Drees, sorry, are really starting to show their age. Yeah, he fractured her left 11 ribs. 11. I know that's not hey, old. That's, guys. A full, that's a full racket out there. Wait, what time I is just this wanna... game at? What time is this game at? One o'clock? Okay, so. Um, it was yeah, Tom Brady's son's birthday yesterday. I saw that on Instagram. How many oh, kisses? How many kisses did his son get yesterday? Probably about – well, how old is he? How many tongue kisses? We'll over under for kisses on the lips. You know, guys, Tom, Tom, Tom's a listener, and I, I just want to apologize for the crass uh, that we are that we are spilling. Thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to smash that uh, subscribe button and uh, leave a review. But, you know, I have to agree with you guys on this, uh, that Tom Brady is probably going to pull this one out. I think that he's just got too many weapons to keep, you know, playing this well, this or this poorly. So, um, yeah, they're going to pull one out, especially after a bye week, long week. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going Tampa Bay on that. We've got the Denver Broncos, who are 4-8, and eight, going in to play the Carolina Panthers, who are also 4-8. and eight. The Panthers are favorited, minus 3.5. Zach, who do you got on this? Before I pick, can somebody answer a question for me? Is Teddy Bridgewater playing? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable. Um, Christian McCaffrey is still out, though. I do have Teddy an update Bridgewater on Christian McCaffrey. Apparently, he was set to play this week, but uh, today he tweaked his hamstring in practice and is now day-to-day. So that'll be interesting to see what he does with that. The dude just cannot buy health right now. <laughs> He's, He's so good at being injured. And he's not usually that way. He's a healthy guy. Just, just not this year. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Panthers though. Um, I think the Panthers are gonna be able to be, uh, beat this Broncos team. This might not be the right take. I, I'm not positive. This is one of the games that was really 50-50 for me. I think I can see the Broncos going in there and really handing it to the Panthers too, especially if they don't have Teddy Bridgewater playing. Um, but um, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with the Panthers. All right. Matt, who do you got on this one? This is another tough one. Um, going to go Carolina as well. Uh, I think if Christian McCaffrey comes back, that would be great. Although it doesn't sound like, uh, like we just said, probably not. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Carolina. Yeah, it's not going to be the most fun game to watch. But uh, Brent, who do you got on this one? What up, guys? I'm getting uh, an update that um, Jerry Judy apparently took a shot at Drew Locke in a deleted tweet. So, I mean, that, that can't be good. Uh-oh. Trouble in the Mile High City. Uh, Zach, I think you finally come around to you're, – you're finally smelling what I'm cooking, you know, but I'm, I'm going Panthers this week. I really like Matt Rule and what he's done with Carolina since Riverboat Ron has left, and I'm going to go with the Panthers. All right. Liam, who do you got on this one? a pretty yucky game but i uh, ended up picking carolina I'm not sure why but that's nice. what we're going with nice and that's what's yeah, gonna happen i'm going carolina here too uh this is uh probably one of the more difficult ones that i had to pick uh just because of how unsure i was you know the neither team really jumps out at you um but you know what uh i think the panthers are going to take this one in charlotte zach Nice. All right. Let's keep moving here. Um, we've got the Tennessee Titans who are eight and four going into play the fierce Jacksonville Jaguars who are one and 11. Uh, and the Titans are favorited minus seven and a half. Zach, who do you got on this one? I'm gonna have to take the Titans. Um, I think they'll be able to pull it off. Who did they who did they play last week? The Titans played. They yeah. played the Browns. Oh, that yeah. was a I believe they got embarrassed. Rough game. They got their look. There's no way they come out and lay an egg against the Jets. They got their stuff pushed. I, in. There's just no way Mike Vrabel. They, there's just no way they even had a pleasant week of practice. There. I mean, I think Mike Vrabel was just really hounding them and really making it to the point where that, you know, this is the time to start playing well. And if they don't, that they're going to get left behind in the playoffs very easily. I and mean, you can't go into the first round playing like this. And I think he's uh, communicating to that, to his team. And I think they're playing an opponent in the Jags as a divisional game. And um, they should just be able to handle them. I mean, they know they're not, you know, not nearly as good as them. So I'm going to take the Titans. Yeah. Uh, Matt, who do you got on this one? I'm going to go Titans, too, just because it's Jacksonville, but I really don't want to. The Titans kind of uh, upset me last week. Um, they seem to just give up points like it's like it's their job. Uh, I don't really know what that's about, but, I mean, it is Jacksonville, so I kind of have to go with Titans. They're, they're pressing <laughs> is that the, the saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's this game. Pushing you to the fire. 
All right, Brett, who do you got on this one? Well, guys, there's a reason the Titans are on my FU list because they have a tendency to just say FU. A big, it's like while they're playing, they're just they're giving you a big middle finger to the face, you know? Getting blown out by the Browns. Yeah. But they're playing the Jags, and because I'm a Jets fan and because I need the Jets to go 0-16 and, and get the number one pick, you just know – God isn't going to let me have it easily. And you know that the Jags are going to lose this game. So I'm not going to go against God. You know, I listen to him. I'm going with the Titans. All right, Liam, who do you got on this one? It's tough being fourth in the order. And I know the three of you guys have all picked Tennessee, but I came up with this one all on my own. I'm also picking the Titans. I love J-Rob toting the rock for the Jaguars, but Tennessee is going to win this game. We all know it's going to happen. So... There it is. And Mike Lennon at the at the, you know, a QB one there. He was the number one he draft pick in like two thousand one. What was it? Yeah, ninety nine or something like that. Mike Lennon? No, he's not as old as. Uh, nah, he's that old. Tom Brady. He just yeah. looks that old. My man's has. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady was drafted two thousand one. So you don't got that Tom Brady money. No. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm Liam, I'm with you on that, on, uh, on being the last pick, you know, I kind of do it to myself cause I get to choose the order, but, uh, I'm going with the Titans as well on this one. It's, it's the Titans are, huh? I mean, I've had a working theory for a while that you have a tendency to lay back in the order so you can kind of feel out your pick, but hey, it's kind of, Hey, I've got them all written I know, down right I know, here. I mean, if we could listen back, I'm sure there's a couple games you're like, I have this one not filled out yet, but please can. Okay, well that's that's one that's one no, game this one, week. That's one you game. Know, this one week. turns to two, two turns to four. All right, from now on, I'll submit I'll submit my uh, my picks early so that we cannot have any of this uh, any of this tomfoolery, uh, co- co- tomfoolery discrepancy, you know, all those kind of collusion. Words. Collusion. You can pick whatever you want. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, I'm taking the Titans on this one. It's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for to be a Jacksonville Jackson. <laughs> Portals. All right, let's keep moving here. <laughs> We've got the uh the Indianapolis Colts um who are eight and four. They're going into Las Vegas to play the Raiders, who are seven and five. Raiders. The Raiders barely squeaked out of a win last week. Um, the Colts are favorited minus two and a half. Uh, Zach, who do you got on this one? I, I really would like to say I'm the Gruden grinder train, and I'm on it till it crashes. It crashed two weeks ago, and I see it happening again this week. We hopped back on it last week, and we were frightened. Okay. You know, we <laughs> – we were frightened in New York, okay? I didn't realize that there was part of the track that wasn't built. And lo and behold, you know, Henry Rugg supported it before it went out. Thank God. Um, sorry for the Jets fans for that to happen. But with that being said, I'm going to take the Colts. I think the Colts, you know, are able to go into Las Vegas and, mm-hmm. and win the game there. And um, I'm just going to take the Colts. That's all. All right. Matt, who do you got on this one? Um. So it seems every time I get on the train, as Zach would say, uh, the Raiders lose. But the good thing is that every time I get on the Colts, 
and pick the Colts, they lose too. So I really can't <laughs> mess this one up. I'm bound for a break this week. Uh, that being said, though, <clears throat> the Colts defense is no joke. Um, the Raiders basically lost to the Jets. You can mark that like a W with an asterisk because, I mean, the Jets basically were like, look, we could have beaten you if we wanted to, but, you know, you know, tank mode. We want the first pick. But we want, but we want Trevor. And then I also would like to bring up the fact that the Raiders put up six points against the Falcons um, just two weeks ago. And I think the Colts have a better defense than the Falcons. So I think that the Raiders will struggle to put points on the board, and I'm going Colts. All right, Brent, who do you got on this one? Zach, to what you were saying, man, last week uh, I thought the Gruden Grinder train had to pull over for some maintenance, but it is clear that they have some deep-rooted problems, and it's going to require some further maintenance. Um, Asterix indeed, Matthew. Asterix indeed. <laughs> But thank you. It's got to feel good, though, right? No, thank you, Gruden. Thank you, Gruden. But I'm going with the Colts, you know. They still have one of the best defenses in the league. And uh, Rivers definitely has been listening to the show. He heard what we were saying earlier. He probably didn't like Zach talking about his kids that much. Probably didn't like the show idea we had. But, hey, Philip, keep it up, you know. We're, I, I'm glad he's worked it out with T.Y., but I'm going with the Colts this week. Yeah, definitely. All right, Liam, who do you got? I'm taking the Colts just because when I'm thinking about the Raiders, like who are these guys? They could be a good team, but I really don't know what they're about. I'm not asking what their record is or who's on the coaching staff. I'm asking like what they are about. What's the identity behind these Raiders? And like, you can't name anything that they're good at. So I'm picking Indianapolis and Phillip Rivers has like eight more kids than Derek Carr does. <laughs> I think he has six more. Are you? I do want to make one point though. Is that Darren Waller is a beast and facts. He is on my fantasy team. It feels good Animal. to pick up a tight end. I think last year I picked up OJ Howard, who mm. spent the whole season blocking, Bum. doing nothing. Uh, I don't know if that was his fault, but either way, Darren Waller is the real deal. He is big in the tight end industry. He's mm. the new name. Look out for Darren Waller. All right. Um. Yeah, I had a little bit of trouble with tight ends last week. I had uh, Gronk, who was out, and Mark Andrews, yeah. who was out. I had out Mark Andrews out, too. Well. I had picked up Hooper two weeks ago. By the grace of God, he caught a touchdown and nothing else. And last week, I was like, fuck it, let it ride. Hooper screwed me. Eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> Sorry to hear about that. Um, I'm going to make my pick real quick. Um, I'm going with the Colts as well. Uh I have officially um, – I'm not permanently off the, uh, the Raiders train here, but uh, you, you can certainly count me as taking a layover. Mm. Uh, and um, Suspending your membership? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I might pick it back up later, but, but not, not at the moment. Mm. Um, Liam, Liam, again, another incredible point. Uh, I don't know what – the Raiders are about. Um, that is definitely something that they, they need to figure out. And, you know, as we all know, John is a listener. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And we just want to make, you know, if, if you have an answer for us, please let us know if you want to come on the podcast. I think May Mike Mayock there is, uh, he, I think he's building some culture there, but it's going to take a little bit for them to build some depth where you'll actually see the, like what the identities of the team. I think what they need is, <clears throat> um, 
I think they just need a little bit more to what they have. You know, for instance, they need a complimentary back to Josh Jacobs. I mean, he can't be taking all these carries, you know. Henry Ruggs, it needs to be another threat on the other side. You know, Henry, Hunter Renfro is a good slot, but that's not your number one there. Um, you know, Darren Waller's really turning into an amazing player. And if Derek Carr is the quarterback for them, then then I think they got some things going for them. But I think they're learning a lot in Jake Gruden's, what, second or third? What's his second or third year? Or John Gruden, sorry. A third year. Third year. Well, they're getting I mean, he's better. It happened. He, he's looked good, but they, it's like two years in a row they have a tendency to stall or plateau towards the end of the season, and that's not the time that you want to be on the downward trend. Like the Chiefs right now are on the upward trend, Zach. I know they were quiet earlier. We said blah, 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 but they're peaking at the right time, you know? Um, Joe, you mentioned wanting to get John Gruden on the show. I actually, him as a Dayton alumni, I've called his home phone number. And uh, with my job at the, uh, this is definitely very illegal, but I did save his home phone number and it is in my contact list. If I can help you guys out with that, I'd be happy to do so. Wow. If not tell the alumni board. Yeah, we'll just scratch that part about John, we know you're a listener. We're going to be calling you up for an interview real soon. We got to know what's going on with the train, man. Let us know. I did not know that John Gruden was a Dayton alumni. Well, learn something new every day, Joe. Yeah, one one of the many uh, things that Liam and him have in common. Um, yeah, phone numbers. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're gonna. I, I think we're gonna have to bleep some of that out for legal purposes. <laughs> That's pretty fucking cool, dude. Hey, you're hearing it live, guys. Liam, the man. Probably his house. I mean, Dave. <laughs> I mean, Doug. Doug Schmuck McQuaid. Hey. D- Doug. Doug. <laughs> All right, let's 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 keep moving here, guys. Um, let's move on to the New York Jets, who are 0-12, going into Seattle to play the very, very cool-off Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are eight and four. Seahawks are favorited. No surprise here. Minus 13 and a half. Zach, who do you got on this? Why they do it to me? Why does Seattle make me struggle through it, huh? Every single week. Uh, I'll tell you what. There's no way that they lose to the Jets with the 12th man on the field playing at home. That crowd's not there, but man, I feel like it's shitty to play in Seattle during this time. So the Jets, sorry, but. Your your hunt for Trevor continues, and you will get him. All right. Nice. Uh, Matt, what do you got on this one? So, as I said many times before, I'm a big Seattle guy now as of this year, as of this year only. But, um, I mean, I think this is where Seattle can turn their season around, and they have to. I mean, they got to come out and put up at least 30-some points against the Jets. They got to really blow them out, stomp all over them, you know, what have you. And – get some momentum moving forward because otherwise they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, they probably will still, but they're not going to do nothing. They need some momentum. And I think this is the turning point of their season to get out of this slump and get on their road to victory. Hawks. All right. Strong words there. All right, let's keep moving. Brent, who do you got on this one? I'm really going to try to keep it short guys, because I could probably go on for an entire bonus episode for everything I have to say about this specific game. So many storylines surrounding the Seahawks and the Jets. Number one, I'm going to have to thank Dr. Heat, a.k.a. Greg Williams. He 
he saw the bigger picture. He jumped on the grenade and he really, he really took one for the team. <laughs> Cover zero to hero, man. I can't believe it. Everybody's been asking me what I thought of it. I will say one thing. I've been watching the Jets since 2005. There is one thing I can tell you for certain that I knew for a fact. When the Jets had the ball, I knew for a fact that they were going to go three and out and punt the ball and give the Raiders one more chance. If I've, I've been watching them forever, and they always go three and out in that situation and give the other team a chance to score. And by golly, they scored, man. And I, I got to thank the heavens, man. Thank you, Dr. Heat. Thank you, Greg Williams. I'm sorry I went on this rant, but, you know, I waved the white flag with Jamal. I really stopped talking about him. Um, I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. And uh, the hunt for Trevor continues. Wow. That was beautifully said. <laughs> I'm going with Seattle, obviously, guys. It's just going to happen. Uh, one of the funnier fantasy strategies that I decided to use this week is picking up the defense that's playing the worst team in the NFL that week and starting that defense on your team. It's just a bona fide strategy that's guaranteed to work. Seattle's defense on fantasy is going to put up some numbers. They haven't been known to do so yet, but they have to this weekend. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. All right, so you're going with the Hawks on this one? Yeah, obviously, Joe. All right, yeah. Uh, you can you can go ahead and load that up, Zach, because um, I'm picking the Hawks as well. Uh, so I believe that is, that is the lock, lock of the week. week. All right, let's keep moving here. We've got the Saints, who are also a team who has clinched the playoffs uh, with a 10 and two record. They are going into Philadelphia, into the city of brotherly love to play the Eagles who are three, eight and one. The saints are favorited minus seven. Zach, who do you got on this one? This is a, a Philadelphia team that is just in complete disarray. That is starting Jalen Hurts against a very, very good Saints team. Not what you want for your first start, in my opinion. Not ideal. I think Carson Wentz has had a very raw deal. I think Doug Peterson's doing this to kind of save his job because if he just rode Wentz out the whole season, he would look like a buffoon because everybody's been calling for, you know, Hurts to start. But that's what you get when you draft a quarterback, you know. Right. You, you want to see him play. So um, yeah, it's unfortunate for Carson, um, and, but I think there's a lot of turmoil going in Philadelphia right now and out of the NFC East. They're in the worst position franchise-wise, and I think they have a lot of rebuilding to do, and I, I, I just do not see them competing with this very complete Saints team, uh, regardless of who's playing quarterback. Um, their defense is going to absolutely hound um, – Whoever's at quarterback, if it's Hurts or Wentz. Um, so I'm going to take the Saints. All right. Matt, who do you got on this one? Uh, I mean, I got the Saints. It's a pretty easy one. Um, the Saints haven't lost since like week three. Picking against them any week is a mistake. Um, but I mean, Philadelphia is bad. I don't really know. Carson Wentz, you know, Jalen Hurts doesn't matter. Uh, one of them's going to go out there and get beat up. Um, 
All right. Doesn't make a difference. Brent, what do you got on this? Saints. It's Alvin's world. We're just living in it. And I think he gets back on track this week. Battle of the back of quarterbacks with Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts. Shout out Jesse Wood for that awesome prediction. I know everyone could have seen it coming, but there wasn't an official announcement. And Jay Wood predicted it. He said, why not? So shout out to Jay Wood for that one. But I'm going to go with the Saints this week. They, like you guys said, have a, they have a complete team. Sean Payton at the helm. And I'm going with the Saints. All right. Liam? I'm picking the Saints. Um, and earlier today I was talking with someone. And if you really look inside the NFC East, you can talk about a couple of the teams. The Redskins just got a huge one over Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. The Giants just got a really big one over Seattle. Mm -hmm. I think Dallas is good to win two more games this season. Somewhere it's going to happen, they'll win two more games. They're not going to lose every single game from now until the end of the season. But Philly, the Eagles, I have no hope for these guys. (laughs) They're... (laughs) Not going to do a single thing until the end of the season. It's really sad, but not that sad. So I'm definitely. (laughs) No, not that sad. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and pick the Saints. That That is the lock of the week. week. All right, let's keep moving here. We've got the Atlanta Falcons, who are 4-8 and going into play. The Chargers, who are certainly licking their wounds after that beat down. Um, the Chargers are three and nine. Uh, the Falcons are favorited minus two and a half. Zach, who do you got on this? What a beat down the Chargers received. Um, not sure how they'll be able to bounce back from that. Um, uh, I think the, this Falcons team is riding a lot of momentum. I think that it's a, it's a very underrated team. And I think that they'll have success against this Charger team because regardless if it's a it's a blowout or even if it's close, you know, the Chargers love to lose close games. So therefore I'm gonna take the Falcons. They love it. Um all right, Matt, what do you got on this one? I got Falcons. I like the Falcons. I actually think they are a good team. Um I mean think of it this way. They blew out uh the Raiders, who also beat the Chiefs, right? So they are transitive property. They are better than the Chiefs. Um, that's a little knowledge there for, you, for kids at home. Uh, transitive property. You know, you'll learn that one day. Uh, that's the pick. All right. <laughs> and that's the pick. Awesome. I like that. Uh, Matt, I think that's going to have to be one of your new sayings. Uh, that and uh, who's to say? Uh, Brent, who do you got on the Who's to say? Um, Anthony Lynn is awesome at mismanaging games. I think it's evidently clear. Kind of crazy when Matt Nagy won Coach of the Year in 2018 that Anthony Lynn was runner-up. I like Justin Herbert, but, you know, it's kind of hard when – I mean, I've seen it firsthand with the Jets. It's hard when you're playing with a loaded deck, you know? And the Falcons, who's to say – what Falcons team is going to show up this week, but um, Joe, you have the injury report. Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are both set to play, correct? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see their names on here. Yeah, um, I, I know Julio was uh, questionable last week, but from one, 
everything I'm seeing is that he is set to play. So I am going to go with the Falcons. All right. Liam, who do you got on this one? I'm taking the Falcons in this one. Uh, these teams are just heading in different directions. Uh, Herbert, I'm not sold on that guy. He threw a real stinker last week. And uh, if you look at the Falcons' last five games, a win against the Panthers, a win against the Broncos, a loss to the Saints, a win against the Raiders, a loss to the Saints. So that's three wins and two losses to the Saints. So that's really one loss to the Saints if you really think about it. So let's call that four and one in the last five games. They're doing pretty well. I'm taking the Hawks. Falcons. You know, um, Liam, I'll have to ask, what, what don't you like about Justin? Um, I tried to make a s- trade with Steve in fantasy, and <laughs> he uh, Steve <laughs> made this ridiculous argument that he doesn't need Lamar Jackson because he was picking up Herbert off the waiver wire, and uh, I had to swindle him into taking Lamar Jackson and giving me Calvin Ridley, uh, but he picked up Herbert off the waiver wire instead. So I hate Herbert because I had to make that long argument to Steve. And he fucked up against me this past week. He got six points in fantasy. Fuck that guy. Steve the untradeable. Steve made his first trade in fantasy this year in five years. In five years, the man had never made a trade up until this year. Incredible. But I will add, the Chargers defense has allowed the fifth fewest fewest yards per pass attempt, but also the sixth most in passing touchdowns in 2020. So something, something to consider. And I think the Falcons' uh, wide receiver core is going to shred them. Yeah, certainly. No weird year. Kind of um, but I'm taking the Falcons here. Too. It's uh, really uh, – I don't know who said it. It might have been Liam. Um, they are trending. These two teams are definitely trending in a different direction. And I hate to say – I mean, I love – like, when I watch uh, Hard Knocks, I love me some uh, – Coach Lynn, he was incredible. Former Jets uh, coach. Yeah, I mean, but learned everything he did with the Jets. That's why. That's why we just uncovered why he's so good at mismanaging games. He learned everything he knew from the Jets. He was the Jets uh, when the Jets were on Hard Knocks in 2010. Joe, he was their um, fullbacks coach. Wow. Yeah, Hmm. I used to love me some Hard Knocks back in the day. (laughs) Shout out Mark Sanchez. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely – I'm not – I'm actually not really too worried about that pick, but Zach hit it for us one time. That is your lock of the week. All right, uh, let's keep moving here. We've got the Washington football team, who is coming off a huge win. Uh, we don't like to choose favorites on this podcast, but we are certainly doing that. Um, that was an incredible game to watch. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, but with that said, we have the Washington football team. They're five and seven. They're going into play the San Francisco 49ers who are still without a home. They are going to be playing in Arizona. Um, the 49ers are five and seven. Uh, last time the Washington football team went to Arizona, they did not look good. Um, so just do with that what you will. Also, Antonio Gibson is out for this game. Dang. Um, or he's, he's expected to be out. He's got uh, turf toe. That toe. Yeah, he's, he's not listed as questionable. He's listed as doubtful. So, Zach. You know, <clears throat> I would just like to say, um, 
last week was just it was just it was just amazing. I guess not even last week it was what Monday. Phenomenal. Um, it was just amazing to watch this football fan, not a Washington football fan, um, and just to see them go into Pittsburgh and that's a huge win for Ron Rivera and the culture that they're building in Washington. And I think that they're able to go to Arizona to play this 49ers team. That um, you know, there's another storyline there besides Kyle. I don't think Kyle Shanahan really is a storyline anymore. It, it, times passed already, where it doesn't matter because Bruce Allen's gone. But um, you know, Trent Williams. Um, I don't think any needs anything needs to be said from him. But I think this game means a lot to him because this franchise. Um, I don't know. I guess in his eyes, screwed him over. You know, that's up for argument. He held out for a whole year. Potato, I get it. Whatever it is, he screwed him over, Zach. I think they kind of, they kind of put him in harm's way. I'm yeah, with you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you too. I, I think, I think the whole thing just went, went really sour, and I think he's gonna have a bad taste. But regardless, I don't think he's gonna be able to block uh, Montez Sweat or Chase Young or Ryan Kerrigan, um, for that matter. So I think that um, we get a lot of pressure, and I think that the Washington team wins this game. All right, Matt, what do you got on this one? So I have the Washington football team on this one. Um, Obviously, coming off a huge win last week, like everyone has said. uh, I'm I'm really, really satisfied where they are right now. If you think back to the beginning of the season when, you know, they were ending games with, like, timeouts left and then people were calling for Ron Rivera's head when he decided to bench Haskins. And the only thing watching those games at the beginning of the season that I said, I would watch our defense make incredible plays, incredible stops. It was beautiful. And then we would get the ball back and just, we would just give the ball right back. Turnovers. Dwayne Haskins had like four turnovers one game. Um, obviously he's young and he was getting better, but all I wanted was just someone to at quarterback who could sit there, manage the game, let your defense be good and at least give your defense a chance to win the game. Make some small plays, make the plays that matter, but manage the game, give yourselves a chance. And last week we saw what the football team can do. Um, you know, it was a lower scoring game, but they, they gave themselves a chance. They didn't zero turnovers and that's all I can ask for. That's all I can ask for. And if they do that again this week, uh, I think they can beat the 49ers. Yep. Um, I mean, you're, I'd say you're hundred percent right with that, with the uh, turnovers. You just got to watch those. And, you know, Alex Smith is making amazing. Um, let's keep moving here. Brent, who do you got on this? I've been wrong about the football team all year long, and I got to really give them respect where it's due because they played a hell of a game against the Steelers. And shout out to Alex Smith, man. I mean, bravo, bravo. Coming back from what what's happened to him, it it's really good to see like him playing well and him getting at least some recognition, you know, because he's been kind of, slept on his entire career but that being said guys that being said i'm gonna have to go with the 49ers this week man i love the 49ers i know they got blown out by the bills i know but i like kyle shanahan you know they got they got injury issues but i think they're gonna make it happen you know it's gonna be a defensive matchup for sure but i think kyle shanahan is gonna have uh, the coaching the upper hand coaching wise against Riverboat Ron. All due respect to Riverboat Ron, though. Going 49ers. All right. Liam, let's see what you got on this one. 
Up until Brent just said that, I thought he was going to pick the Redskins the whole time. <laughs> um, that really throws off my spiel. But what I was going to say, I don't think any of us know what we're talking about when it comes to this game. In the scope of the league, mm-hmm. this is a pretty shitty game. But it's just interesting to watch the Redskins because they've done some pretty crazy stuff these past couple of weeks. So I'm going to ride the boat with you guys. Well, at least Matt and Zach so far. I thought Brent was on the same train. But I'm going to use that inherent bias. I'm going to go with the Skins because I don't know who's going to win this game. And I really want the Skins to win this game. So that's my pick. I got a little little fact for you. Uh, Washington became the first team in NFL history with a losing record to win a road game against a team with an 11-0 or better record. Wow. Shout out. That was also that was also the first time that the Washington Redskins have beaten the Steelers since nineteen ninety one. It has been over ten thousand days since they beat them. Wow. Ten thousand days. That is a long time. That is a big number. <laughs> but um I'm gonna continue with my streak that I've got with picking against the Washington football team in order for them to win. Um, I'm taking the 49ers, but I do want to say that I believe that with the momentum that we're bringing into this game, um, the fact that the San Francisco 49ers have been sleeping in a hotel in Arizona, um, the fact that the Washington football team has, you know, is on a huge, huge upswing, um, where the San Francisco 49ers were kind of at a little, you know, they, they were doing okay. They won a they won a good solid game and then they went against the bills and the bills took, took them to the cleaners. So um, I'm going to pick the 49ers just to keep my streak alive, just to keep this going. But uh, I think the Washington football team can pull this one out. Um, but we move on to the losers of that game. The Steelers are going into Buffalo to play the nine and three bills. The Steelers are now 11 and one. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are favorited minus one and a half. Zach, who do you got on this one? You know, it's cold up there in, uh, in Buffalo, Joe. You know, it makes, uh, makes people bring out some uh, plastic tables and uh, start jumping from higher heights, start smashing some tables, Joe. You know, what else we're going to do? Smash some Steelers school. That's what the Bills are going to do. That's what I think. I think the Bills are going to be able to take it to this team. That's really struggling. I don't think Washington was a wake-up call at all. I thought Tomlin gave it to him the week before. Clearly, that didn't work. So, I think that they're going to get their ass kicked by the Bills. Um, yeah. Uh, just before we get into mass picks, um, Zach, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. I think that the Washington win was kind of a – I think it was everything that the Steelers had been hinting at for weeks to come finally coming to a head so uh matt let's hear what you got on this one this is another really tough one um like zach said it's getting cold in buffalo but it's you know it's also cold in pittsburgh um yeah i mean i think this will be a really interesting game to watch to see how the steelers bounce back from that game um to show us whether they are who we thought they were or maybe not but i think this will be a really interesting one to watch it'll be a good game too so this could be a game of the week. Just putting that out there for anyone who wants to, you know. <laughs> All right, Brent, who do you got on this one? Well, guys, 
you know, we've been saying it for a little while now. Congratulations to the football team. It was a great win against the Steelers, but I also think it was something that the Steelers needed at this point in the season to kind of refocus and, you know, not worry about going undefeated and focus on the bigger picture. And that's, you know, going to the playoffs and further. But that being said, the Steelers are going to be ready to go this week. And that's not only because they lost to the football team last week, but that's also because they lost to the Bills last year for the first, for the first time since 1999. So they're going to be ready. They, this is a revenge game for sure, and they're going to be ready to beat Buffalo. I'm going Steelers. All right. I definitely love the staff, friend. Um, let's keep moving uh, to Liam. Liam, what do you got on this? This has been the week from hell for the Steelers. They have just been getting slandered on every single sports talk show that I've turned on this entire week. It's actually become pretty funny. Um, but I'm picking Buffalo. I'm believing the slander. It's all making sense to me. So I'm picking Buffalo. Stefan Diggs is an absolute animal. Hometown hero. The guy plays well chili. He is the best chili player I've ever seen in my life. Minnesota, Buffalo, December 13th. That's got to be a cold-ass night. 8.20 p.m. prime time. Seven points from Stefan Diggs. All right. Six. Um... Yeah, I'm taking the Bills on this one as well. Like I said, I'm just going to pull out the uh, the plastic table that I already have and bought it now since I bought it a couple weeks ago. I'm uh, going to get that out, get the old, old winter coat on. I put it away for the week, you know, because I am a Washington football team fan. Um, I don't want anybody coming in here thinking that. I mean, actually, you came out and said, I, I have screenshots, Joe. You came out and said, I'm a Bills fan now. Like, I think it was three weeks ago. So, something to be said. Listen, we all we all say things when we're upset. Ah, um, but uh, <laughs> I, you you haven't gone through what I've gone through as a Jets fan, man. I that's fair. That's fair. But then you you know you did have Mark you did have Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Undeniable. <laughs> uh yeah, but I'm taking the bills on this one. Can I just um, say one thing really quick about all of this uh, Pittsburgh slander with all these Buffalo yeah. picks? I mean, one thing we haven't mentioned through all this is that the, the Steelers had a short week. Um, you know, do with, the, do with that what you will. But I think it's to be fair to them. I mean, I'm loving the slander as much as anyone, but be fair to them. Um, that's tough. Yeah, definitely tough. I mean, definitely the short week. That's, that's not how you want to play. And it's, I mean, it's, I've never seen so many props. Like, it was, in, it was incredible. Yeah, I think they've led the league in drops since, like, week eight or something like that. Really? I didn't know that. Something crazy like that. Dang. Well, they right, throw it 51 times. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Makes sense. They don't have a run game. Good point, Zach. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to Monday night football. The dun, dun, Baltimore dun, dun, Ravens. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are six and five. They're going into Cleveland. Um, the Browns are nine and three after that walloping that they provided to the Tennessee Titans. Zach, who do you have on this one? Oh, I'm sorry. The Ravens are actually favorited minus one. So, Zach, who do you got on this? So, um, you know, I was just curious to look up who won this game. 
um, earlier in the season, and they played week one, and the Browns lost 6-38. to And, you know, we've made this point before on this podcast. It's really hard to beat a team twice. Mm-hmm. It is very, very difficult. And I think the Browns are a way better team than they were week one. I mean, that goes without even having to explain why. And I think that they're able to win this huge divisional game because this is going to be really setting the tone for the change of this. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say change of power, but the Browns are somebody to be, you know, forced to be reckoned with now. I mean, I was not a firm believer until they, I mean, walloped the Titans. They showed that Baker could actually put up some touchdowns. So um, I think I'm, that says I'm go the, the Browns. Titans and the Browns. Regardless, they still scored. I mean, you still got to do it. Like, I'm with oh. you on that. But oh, you're right. You're right. You still have to make the play. And no, you're they, right. They made the plays. And they have been, too. Like, you, they're Steven Stefanski. I mean, this is run game versus run game. It's going to be Nick Chubb versus Kareem Hunt. And I think or Kareem Hunt versus Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, and Gus Edwards. So, I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Brownies, though. Okay. Matt, who you got on this one? I've been saying that Cleveland is – Team fraud. They are. I've been saying that they're frauds, but at this point, it's really hard to say. I mean, you put up 41 points. Granted, it is the Titans who love giving up points. Um, but Cleveland's really showing that they're uh, competitive in this league, and they're they're here for a reason. Um, but having said that, I think both these teams are teams still that are like have good records, supposed to be really good, but I don't think they're quite as all chalked up as they are made to be. Um, so this is a tough one. I think it'll be a good game, but I think Baltimore pulls it out. Especially if Lamar Jackson can get a lead by halftime, they pull it out. If the Browns are leading at halftime, even by three points, it's over. All right. Uh, Brent, who do you got on this one? So I know the Browns had a great week last week, and it said a lot. Maybe about both teams. I think it said more about the Titans than it did about the Browns. I'm really curious to see if Baker Mayfield um, can put together back-to-back weeks. You know, uh, the Ravens have taken eight out of the last ten meetings with these t- with the Browns. So I know Zach, what you were saying, it's it's tough to beat a team twice, but the Ravens have a tendency to stomp on the Browns' neck, and I think the Ravens are going to keep that running back triage going. I really liked what they were doing uh, last night, using, utilizing all three running backs, you know? It was, it was pretty cool to see. So I think they're going to keep that going, and Marlon Humphreys is a beast. He's really um, a, great, a great defensive back in this league, and I think it's becoming evident to everyone now. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Ravens. All right. Liam, what do you got? This is a great trash fan base game, Baltimore-Cleveland. Love it. But I love the Browns. The Browns have been doing great. I love seeing them do well just because I feel so bad for them. And my dad says the same thing every week, and he's always rooting for the Browns. And he just always tells me it's because he feels bad for them. Whenever they do well, he's always happy. So with that being said, I'm taking Baltimore. I have them circled. They're my pick. I think they're going to win this game. I haven't done any last-minute switches as I'm reading off my picks because that happens. So I'm going to stick to my gut. I'm taking Baltimore, even though I really like Cleveland in this one. Baltimore's going to win the game. All right. Um, I'm actually going to be going with Cleveland here. Um, I really 
really was impressed by the balance of the Browns' offense this past week. Um, I mean, the Titans, they're, they're on my shit list, but they are not a team to really you know, blink at. They're, they're, they're pretty decent. The, uh, the Browns put up a pretty good offensive fight there and um, held King Henry to peasant numbers. So, um, you know, it, it, it was definitely, it definitely says a whole lot about the Titans, but I think it, it certainly says some stuff about the Browns. I also think the Browns are phony baloney. They're on my phony baloney. You're phony baloney. You're phony baloney, Zach. <laughs> Who's in first place? You're blogging a sandwich. I want to add um, that trash fan base thing was pretty harsh, but let it be known, I, I did live with a couple Browns fans for some time, yes, so I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> you heard it here well, first, you know, folks. He is yeah. allowed. He's got the stamp of approval. Zach, can we get a stamp of approval? That is a stamp of approval. All right, guys. I think that's going to round us out for this week's pick. That was 16 picks. That is two more than we've uh, been used to here. That was, that was awesome. So, uh, guys, great work. Um, again, listeners, thank you guys so much. Uh, we really, you know, we technically we could do this without you, but we do not want to. Uh, we certainly love hearing from you guys. Uh, make sure you guys are liking and subscribing. Um, Brent, you got something to say? And as Joe uh, had put in the um, episode last week, we do have some merchandise on the way. So if you want to send an, send an email, the email in the episode detail, you can go ahead and do that, and we can figure out some merchandise. And I also just want to follow that up with... Thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button and uh, leave a review. We've had to skip it once again because there was no reviews. I checked again. Um, so that is what it is. But um, thank you for Liam um, coming on to the show this week. Liam, it was a pleasure to have you. And uh, look forward to um, more weeks of having you on as guest. And by the way, be sure to look out for uh, another guest next week. No, Liam, just, any thank words? Thank you guys for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Um, I will say, Joe, um, I don't think we could do this without our viewers. Just as a regular guy, someone who identifies with the crowd, um, I think we need these guys, and I'm going to have their back. So maybe you should apologize. No, I certainly do want to apologize. All I was saying was technically, legally, <laughs> by law, we technically could put this out. This podcast, but it would not be any fun. Exactly. It we'll would keep... be no fun without the listeners, and uh, that's, that's the point I want to make. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Liam, for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate you, and I'm really curious to see how your picks go. And you had some really interesting takes. Some, it was a different perspective to bring to the table for sure, and I think it made us all think a little bit. Have the gears turning. So definitely come on again. Definitely let us know what you're thinking. You know, Liam, might I add, has been a betting genius recently. Oh, yeah. You know, he's been a lock. So we're going to have some gambling 101 in the future, possibly. So be on the lookout for that. All right. Matt, do you have anything you want to say before we close out? No, just a great show. Uh, great having Liam. And see you next week. All right, guys. You heard it here first. See you next week. This has been the guys who talk about sports.